mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 297 of There's No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Dixie. And I am Grace. And today we're watching SG1. Yeah. One, one. Continuum. Yeah. Part one. Two use. Continuum. Um, yeah. AKA Time Keeps On Slipping. Slipping, slipping, slipping. Um, because Into it's also, I, if I'm correct, that is also a Futurama reference. I feel like everything could be Which a is, Futurama no, no, no. reference. No, I, I, I think it's, um, I think there was an episode called Time Keeps on Slipping. Okay. Which is the one, I think, with the grandfather paradox in it as well. Sure. Um, important things. Yes. Important things. Okay, there is an episode called Time Sleep on... Yeah. Okay, that's all. <laughs> uh, I I did not think of an AKA, so I'll think of one as I go. My only AKA is something with the Arctic Circle. Nice. Because... Oh, well, I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to that in a start the episode stuff. Mm-hmm. There's okay. cool facts about this episode. Is it... Is it... The ghost of Ada Blackjack. Yes, it's the ghost of Ada Blackjack was also in the episode. AKA the ghost of Ada Blackjack protected Daniel. That's how we made it all alive. Yeah. Oh, you mean that's that's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Okay. Um What did you do? Oh. oh you no, you go first. No, you okay, okay, no, you, okay. No, you, I'll you. go first. Okay. Um I Okay. So two things happen. well, two two things. Seven things. Seven things happen. First of all, last night, it's a new thing because it didn't happen all week. It just happened yesterday. Nick and I have started a new video game. Okay. Thank you, Brother Matt, for introducing that. I didn't know this video game existed. He's like, buy this way. This comes out tomorrow. Yes. It is Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is Borderlands does Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, a good friend of ours, Ashley Birch. Ashley Birch. Not actually a friend of ours, but a I friend, love. critical role person who we really love. I really wish she was my friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, Nixie does not do first-person shooters. <laughs> and playing this for a night and a little bit this morning has um, solidified that I'm not the best at first-person shooters. Like everything else in life, it takes practice. <laughs> uh, but I am, I will say this. Thoroughly enjoying it more than I did the, like, one time I played Borderlands 3. Okay, cool. Because, again, you give me the genre sure. of Dungeons and & Dragons and fantasy. And then we're fine. I'm here for it. So is it, like, a, like campaigns? Like, is it you and other people? Or so is it just a you? Nick and I are playing it together, so okay. it's a split screen. Okay. Which does make it my biggest issue right now is just seeing the bad guys before yeah. they're randomly shooting me Before around top of me. Uh, uh, yeah, up here. <laughs> Before yes. they're a major threat. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's a split screen vertically. Okay. Uh, so you can do couch co-op. And so you you have of let's it's still Borderlands. There's a vague storyline. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're going through and 
And we are trying to defeat the Dragon Lord. Sure. Who is voiced by someone, and I just forgot his name. It's, um, shit. Who voiced, who voiced Batman in Legos? Uh, Will Arnett? Yes, he voices okay. Dragon Lord. Got it. Um, and so, but you, what's cool is, what I'm liking, is you make your whole character. You get to actually, like, sure. make what to look like and voice and all this kind of stuff. A, a class. Yeah. I have a little mushroom friend. Okay. And so you do the big first-person shooter events, but then you actually get transported and are a tiny figure on, like, a big map. Nice. And get to move wherever you want. I love it. And you're still boxes you get to open up and things like that. And then there'll be a random encounter. And then you're just going in on, like, random Battle Royale. I like it. I'm but here for it. Nick and I can play together in the same team. Yes. And we level up separately. So he's, like, kind of half a level above me. Yeah. Right on. It's fun. That sounds fun. It sounds like you're having fun, even if it is a first I'm having computer. fun. I've only yelled obscenities at it. What's funny is <laughs> we... We didn't. We couldn't quite figure out the playing online with Brother Matt last night, so we just got on a call and we're okay. playing the game at the same time. Gotcha, situation. gotcha. That type of co-play. Sure. Uh, and and as I picked up the phone with Matt, I was just yelling obscenities and cursing, and Matt's like, "So I see you're playing. You're, you're yeah, playing Borderlands. Got it. You're having fun. <laughs> Big fan. That's part of the fun. So there's that." Mm-hmm. I'm still definitely have no clue how to do a lot of the stuff in the game. I am, as I said, one step above Super Smash Brothers button smashing to make my way through the game. <laughs> um, I've learned how to quietly stew when something makes me angry because there's a little nope. there's a little fuzzy boy in our house yeah. who gets very concerned. And then he's like, the bad guys are coming. Okay, I'm going to go hide under the table. So when people play video games and, and, and mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. aggressive... He's not a big fan. Kaylee, it doesn't face Kaylee, thankfully, because I do not play video games quietly. Yeah, no, he's he's not not a big fan. Um, he either wants to help you and uh-huh. save you from whatever is hurting yes. you, or he's like, I'm scared of you. So I have figured out somehow how to quietly stew because <laughs> I like having a stormy blanket when I play my I video do like, games. I do like a stormy blanket. Um, but I have been still playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I just really like it. Speaking of Ashley Birch. Yeah. Speaking of games you need to play. I know. We need to get it to you. Um, because I do think it may only be a PlayStation game. It is. I am still playing Valhalla. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm getting close to getting the max level that you can get currently. I'm like 20, 20 levels behind current max level that you can get. I'm like oh, you'll, you'll be there. 517, I think. Jeebus. That's a lot of investment. <laughs> I have a hundred. I just passed like a hundred and sixty hours or something, mm. which for me is. I a promise lot. I do more than just play video games, but a lot of my mind right now goes to work. So I will say the other thing I did this week is there are there's two shows I'm watching that are very 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 similar in content. Mm. One of them is The Dropout, which is a story about Elizabeth Holmes, yep. which I mentioned. The other one I just started is We Crashed. Oh, yeah. Which is the one about WeWork. Yeah. And they are so similar yeah. <laughs> in content as as someone I was talking with this week put it. They're modern day cult leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just fascinating. 
that's that's pretty much exactly what those are. It's fascinating to watch. <laughs> in a, it just in a, it it really is in the same way that you like listen to sort of my favorite murder and these things. Sure. It's just like, what? How? How did what? this get here? How? Where? How did we get here? Why are you giving him billions of dollars? It's it's <laughs> funny. I, it's funny to to consider like how easy it must be to slip down that yeah like here's the thing that works for me whether you know what i mean yeah. uh so therefore i'm gonna keep doing it it's crazy yeah anyway it's crazy okay do you have anything else no i work a lot july 29th <laughs> 2008 written by red right directed by mr martin wood mm-hmm. uh listen who doesn't come back for this movie now we don't see all of them this week because the first half of this episode has less sort of guest stars, but eventually yes. Steve Backett gets Camulus, Peter Williams, Jacqueline uh, Samuda, all of Samuda all as Nearty, William Devane as President Hayes, Dan Shay. Huh. I mean Dan Shay. Yeah. Also, well, we have not technically seen him yet. Spoilers for next week. Spoilers. Uh, Donna Davies. Ah, uh, yes. Who unfortunately passed he unfortunately died literally a month before the release Oof. of the movie phew yeah this was his last his last credit his yeah. last thing is is stargate we will pour one out to him next week 100 percent, 100 percent. um really cool fact mm -hmm. the arctic scenes yes were not just filmed at a place in canada i was wondering because they're pretty great shots they're legit filmed in the, in the arctic. arctic circle Fuck yes. they went to the u.s navy's applied physics laboratory ice station in the arctic which okay. is about 230 miles north of prudhoe bay alaska i want to look that up so it's like at the that. very northern tip of alaska yeah. so they're like 230 miles past that i'm not sure if it still is but it was in guinness as the farthest north film shoot that's so cool uh, and Michael Shanks unfortunately couldn't make this shoot because of scheduling, which is why he got frostbite. <laughs> yeah. So, so you don't get to walk around. Um, but they had a really, really tiny, tiny, like, cast and crew go up there. I mean, there's only like five Dang. of them. Yeah. Which is why, as we'll get there, Major Wood. Major Wood. Is Martin Wood. <laughs> yep. I caught that yeah. and I was like, who's Wood? Why do I know the name Wood? Because it's yep. me and I have a memory of a goldfish. And I was like, why is the name Wood important also, to Stargate? It's not Walter. Walter's last name's not Wood. Also Major Wood. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't not. But it it was one of those where I sat there and I was like, Walter's last name's not Wood, right? Nope. It's not Walter Wood? Nope. Why is Wood important? Why do I know this name? <laughs> Literally every week you say Martin Wood. Yeah. And I sat there and I was like, this, this is really what this is. It's an explainer to tell you how fried my brain is. Because the day I did my notes, um, for nine hours before in that same day, I literally had to build this thread of a timeline to how to teach people things and when to teach people things and how, and where to teach people yeah. things and strategically strategically the peoples yeah and then also do like the how do i sell this on that uh -huh, uh -huh. so brain yeah no brain good well yeah also 
the USS Alexandria. Uh-huh. That's a real-ass submarine, guys. That's cool. Uh, that is a Los Angeles-class nuclear-powered attack sub. The captain at the time and the crew at the time mm-hmm. are the captain and the crew. Like That's so cool. They just, like, the sub just coming up through sure. the ice. Uh-huh. They just... That's just what it was. That's, that, they did that. They did it. The, I mean, say, how cool, how close is your working relationship with the military that you pulled that shit off? So Prudhoe Bay yeah. is like <laughs> east or west? It's just west? Yeah. It's just east uh, <laughs> of Wrangell Island, where I believe the spirit of Ada Blackjack would go back to help people, because uh-huh. that's where she was stuck for two years. Yeah. So she was in this movie. I mean, back to the important things. Yes, uh, where where <laughs> Michael, well, where Daniel got stuck was in the Atlantic, but that's fine. This is where they filmed it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, damn it. Okay. It's fine. Yes, yes. She yes. she travels the entire. She does Arctic. what she's got to do. She does what she wants. Mm-hmm. Um. So actually, and I believe it's at the end. If you notice, the film was dedicated to two people, okay. Paul McCann and Anthony Huntred, who were actually stationed on the HMS Tireless. Mm-hmm. The two subs, the Tireless and the Alexandria, were actually just working together at the P- APLIS. Okay. And during, I'm pretty sure it was during the filming time while they were up there, unfortunately, there was an explosion on board the HMS Tireless oh, while wow. they were under the ice cap. And both Aunt Paul and Anthony died. Oh. So they dedicated, because they were working, you know, sort of together. Sure, they, sure. they dedicated the film to to the two of them. Well, that's very cool. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they dedicated, not that they had to, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> clearly. I know what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm clarifying yeah. because everyone knew what you meant. Yes, it's very cool they but died. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm going to drink more coffee. <laughs> I only had one cup before I started recording. No, so. no, it's it's fine. It's fine. We're here now. Mm-hmm. I just can't get over how much I love that they filmed in the Arctic and that sub breaking through the ice is a sub breaking through the ice. Yeah. And just the captain and crew was just the captain and crew. Yeah. Well, you know, you gotta. Fuck yeah, that's cool. So the movie starts mm-hmm. very cinematically. Oh, yeah. It stars, the Star Wars pan down to the uh-huh. start of just another day at the SGC. Oh, yeah. SG-9 arrives. We get this fantastic, like, single shot. We go out of the gate room past Landry and Siler. And I and I love that Walter finally got his own parking spot after 10 years Walter of asking. Walter is such a strange dude. I love him so much. I like that Walter lives this life where he <laughs> sees all of these crazy things. <laughs> and the stuff that matters to him yeah. are just... Yeah. The most basic stuff. Yes. He's just, he's one of those guys who's like, I just put my pants on one leg at a time like Here's everybody else. What I can't determine is if I lived in this world, if I would be like, I would either be try to be best friends with Walter or just be like, he's that weird. Oh, Do you know I, I mean? don't know. I just... I don't know that personally I'd be able to find an in with Walter. That's what I mean. I, I, cause I think everyone's tried and it's like, uh, oh, okay. Okay. We're going to, I got to go. You make me uncomfortable and I can't figure out why. So we could continue through the control room yes. down into the hallways. Uh, Major Davis comes out of the elevator. We follow him for a bit and we come to SG1. Sam, not Volley yet. 
all heroically walking towards the camera. They're looking sexy. Oh, yeah. They're looking like they're your lo- local news team filming their, their yeah. open. They yeah. are looking on points. Uh-huh. And they head into the gate room. Tonight at 11, SG Wood <laughs> saves the world. So Cam does sign some paperwork for Siler on a board that Landry handed him. It's nothing. Siler just wanted Cam's autograph. <laughs> I love this. I feel like somebody told Siler to do that. It's like, I'll give you five bucks to do that. And he's like, okay, I don't give a shit. Fine. Fine. It's fine. Uh, Landry is not coming with them. He's Mm -hmm. doing paperwork besides one general there is enough. That Mm. is right, Jack. Here comes the general. Stand up. (laughs) He went with SG3 to officially hand over Ball. Uh Uh, There is no way Ball is getting away this time. As Tilk points out, half of the free Jaffa fleet is in orbit with guns pointed to make sure the execution of Ball takes place. Yeah, yeah. We're doing this. This is not not happening. Cue Vala entering with a way overpowered gun. Something speaking of Borderlands. She, she's a little bit overprepared. <laughs> she's a little bit an anime character right she now. She does clarify it's an extraction, not an execution. And the gun is just in case. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Vala's sure. not dumb. It's Ball. Sure. Yeah. Cam will not let Vala take that because no. Uh-huh. No. And we find out this is Cam's first extraction ceremony. <laughs> Everyone's a little bit excited for this him. Is, this is his first time. Pretty, it's his first time. Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible. And Vala reminds him that as cool as it is to watch, to actually feel the sensation of the symbiote that has controlled your every action for so many years while you watch helplessly from the dark recesses of your mind as mm. it's finally excised from your body left to writhe in the light of day. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. A little bit. And just in case you forgot that Vala was a host. Yeah. It's been some time. Yeah. Don't worry. You'll be reminded. Uh-huh. I do like, uh, you know, that uh, it's important we not skip over this part. Yes. That Cam reminds Vala this is his first time. Yes. Maybe we don't go so big on the toys no. for his first time. <laughs> just, you know. That's all. Just want to leave that there for everybody just, to think about. You gotta. For Cam and Vala. Ease your way in. Into the toys. You're welcome. Listen, I'd ship them any day. <laughs> um, I don't even give a crap if anybody ships them. <laughs> this is just gonna happen. <laughs> This is just between friends. <laughs> just experimentation. Between buds. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Everybody gets that. Oh, the Toker homeworld. Which I just, that- I like when we earn our explicit tag. Yes, this is true. We yeah. have an explicit tag. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my curses aren't enough. Sure. Sometimes, no matter how many fucks you give, uh-huh. it's not enough for the full explicit tag. Agreed. You know, you know, the one that always reminds me, this is going way back into the own history of our podcast. Oh, yes. Can I tell you the one that I don't know why, but it sticks in my memory the most? Okay. It's I don't even remember who we were talking about. But we were talking about one point. This is early days when we were at the old house in the first setup. Okay. okay? We, We talked about barbecuing on someone's abs. Oh, do you I remember, do remember this? that? <laughs> this just the fact that they his were abs like, were so so. It looked hard. like grills, like yeah. a grill mark, we like I want to grill barbecue. mark their abs. <laughs> barbecue. I remember the abs. feeling of this. <laughs> that is the one that. And now you know what, what I what I envision now when I think of good abs is yeah. like Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> I mean, listen. Yes. <gasps> okay. Okay, that's all. I, I just wanted to share that one, the the weird one 
weird thing that of all of the weird shit we've talked about for some reason i feel like that it's because that was one of the first times that we just went down that weird rabbit hole we were like we're gonna do this are we always remember your first (laughs) on the toker home world no matter how big which now that the gold are mostly gone i guess they can actually build Mm -hmm. a city sure set down their roots and of course their buildings clearly look they're made out of crystals beautiful planet tokra crystals Mm -hmm. it, it works they're big fans. They're big Chris. They're big. They're big uh, <laughs> new age fans. If you think of the Tokra, they are kind of new age. They are new agey. They're like, look, we don't eliminate the thing from no. your body. You learn to adjust to exactly. it. Exactly. We're going You're to meditate extract, the cancer out of our we're bodies. We're going to extract the toxins. Yeah. And by toxins, I mean symbiotes. Mm, we're doing this. The inner, and sometimes it's a metaphorical symbiote. <laughs> Took our chanting. Again. I'm, I'm laughing chanting. a lot because I currently have, may or may not have some sort of something in my purse <laughs> that I carry at all times because it makes me feel strong and safe. You know, listen, you do you. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with that. Yes. Anything you want to carry that makes you feel strong and safe. That's right. As, you know, <laughs> I was going to say as long as it's legal, but sometimes even I mean, that depends on the legality. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> the Tokar are chanting. Uh-huh. Ball is so, frozen so in carbonites. Yeah. SG1 is bored. Jack is bored bored. Because never in the history of boredom has anyone been more bored than Jack is right now. Uh, oh, oh, Jack, <laughs> I feel you. Both Nixie and I can attest to yes. this is nothing against the faith, if it's your faith. Yeah. But both Nixie and I grew up in the, going to Catholic churches. Yeah. I feel you. There is nothing like a midnight mass. There is nothing like a fucking mass period. I remember that our incentive, because, you know, most of the time we were holiday Catholics. Yes. And holidays meant we were down with my grandmother. Uh Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which meant that all of the cousins were there as well. I mean, I don't resemble this at all. Go ahead. And it was like, if you tiny swarm of assholes... (laughs) can sit still for a fucking hour. That's all we're asking. We will take you to the McDonald's with the Playland. And you can all have happy meals. If not, you're all fucking going home. Ours was just, if you sit still, you won't get smacked by your grandma. Well, Because my grandpa... Yeah. Cur- we couldn't sit near my grandpa. Oh, the smacks were going to happen regardless. My grandma knew herself better than to know that she wouldn't smack us. We couldn't sit near grandpa. Uh-huh. And then we basically just tried to sneak and sit close to grandpa again. Sure, sure, sure. that's how you get your mask. Yeah. Next to grandpa. Yeah. You have some fun. You have no idea what's going on I love that, that it's point. a similar concept, whereas our grandpa was just like, I'm all set. Have fun at mass. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to read the paper. Oh, man. If you had to kneel and if you sat on your set, on your feet, sat on your feet or sat against that seat. mm -mm. But I'm with Jack. And I got to tell you, Jack wouldn't have gone on a Happy Meal if we were with my grandma because he's bitching a lot. Exactly. Yeah. So the other interesting point here is that Sam calls him sir. (laughs) Listen, they're at their day jobs. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of hot for them, too. I was going to say, maybe he calls her sir later, too. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And me, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Just, yeah, you know, when you have to have that amount of control yep. in daily life, yeah. when you have the kind of gig where you're like, I've got to make all the choices, mm-hmm. make all the decisions, 
Maybe sometimes in your personal life, you just... You know, maybe yeah. it's a little bit like sending a text message. It's like that, That like, mm-hmm. it's their code. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a wink. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's like, you know, it's their it's their peach and eggplant emojis. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, all, apparently, according to Daniel, all of those chantings that they've been hearing for hours <laughs> yeah. have been balls crimes. Here's my question to you. Yeah. Is this more or less boring for Daniel? Because he actually knows what they're saying. I feel like less. Okay. I actually feel less because at least he's able to follow along. And like he says, there's the crimes are. He's just telling them all. Sure. Catching up with recent times. Yeah. You know, you know what? He gets to know like, oh, we're close. We're almost done. Yep. Yeah, that's true. And there's a good question. You know, Valo was hosting a test for only a short period of time. Balls had this host for over 2000 years. Mm. Is there any hope that this host is ever going to recover. She's going to turn to dust the minute that they like. I mean, either both physically and mentally. Yeah. Is that host ever going to recover? No, that's a lot to live through. Yeah. For all we know, that host at this point is as terrible as Ball. How long can you live inside a yeah. head that evil? And not be broken. And not just be like, fuck it. This is who we are now. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as they revive Ball, Vala makes a snark comment, and that's when things start going a bit sideways, mm-hmm. because the camera pans over to Daniel and then pans back, and Vala's gone, Foosh. confusing Daniel and us. Mm-hmm. Ball takes a step forward. Guards are heavy. Uh, and just then, when given a chance for last words, Ball mm-hmm. does his usual smirking, snarky self. Of course he does. He comes over to greet SG-1 and Jack, and they go wit to wit with each other. <laughs> yeah. And about those last words, Ball does tell Teal'c he regrets that Teal'c never became his we first We could have had it all. <laughs> That's, I, I like to think yeah. that in reality, he went into song. It was just the way that this got documented. Mm-hmm. They shortened it. But in reality, he, he, he wrote, yeah, for Teal'c. 100%. Mm-hmm. And he asks where his dear Katesh is. To be fair, if Teal'c had gone with Ball, they could have had it all. They could have, yeah. That's a force to be reckoned mm-hmm. with. Um, but they don't actually know where Vala is. Jack figures she went to the bathroom. He is next in line. Can we please get on with this? Yeah. And one more thing, Ball says, you have all made a terrible mistake. Oh, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Sure. Uh-huh. Villain Continue. Monologue. Blah, blah, blah. He goes, well, look, I'm the last of the clones, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were so many of us. Uh-huh. But he's not the last system lord. Mm. Jack double checks with Cam, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the last ball. I mean, listen, we were here and during all that singing because Ball is the last bad guy, and then there is cake waiting after this, and we cake. know how we much want cake. cake. We want to go into cake. the reception hall next to the fucking mass room yes. and get our weird red punch and the dry ass church cake. The mask. Give it to me. So the math of how they figured he's the last ball is because they put all the balls had tracking devices on uh-huh. them. And Ball put one, the OG Ball, mm-hmm. put a tracking device himself as well because he could blend in. Sure. The same as Can't the tell clones. him apart. Mm-hmm. The catch is, as this ball explains, that he was the only one who had a tracking device that could be removed. Mm. So he claims the OG Ball is still out there, mm-hmm. no longer has a tracking device. And he knows he's the last, and he has very special plans for dear SG One. Oh boy, it's it's a fail safe inspired by SG One itself mm-hmm. that will trigger at Ball's death. Oh yay! 
Teal'c just steps forward, rolls insight. He plays Lion Cat. Yeah, and just <laughs> assumes at the last minute that Ball is lining mm-hmm. to get out of death. Jack agrees. Yeah. He goes, we'll see, and he smirks. Well, they kind of have to. At that point, I what know. are you going to do? Yeah. You, even if you're going to go look into it and research it, which they are, based on how Cam and Jack looked at each other, yeah. they're like, what the fuck? I Write know. this shit down. Write this down. Write it down. Like, and then we're going to kill this one. And be like, no, oh, you're no, so we're going to double check. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to double tap the situation. Just in case. I also yeah. really like the the sleeves are bullshit look that Ball oh, yeah. is rocking. Yeah. We got tickets to the gun show. Oh, it's just really warm on that Toker planet. It's really warm mm-hmm. on the Toker planet. And now it's time. The Toker guards take him, restrain him to a fancy device, and Cam knows this is going to be cool. Mm-hmm. And then we have a bit of an abrupt location change. Very interesting. To under a full moon in the Atlantic Ocean uh-huh. in 1939. Yeah. The night crew is working. The ship the is clearly shift. seen some time on the water. Burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it on the night shift. <laughs> and we head up into the bridge. Uh-huh. And boy, does that voice sound familiar? Mm. Does that guy maybe look familiar, but with a beard and a large a little nose? Bit, little bit. Looks like a, like a little bit trying to hide his face. I mean. A little bit. I'm sure it's just really cold up in the it Atlantic. I mean, that's it all that comes down to. Is a different person, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but Cam Captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Cam. Cam Cam uh, is not taking a straight line to Boston just in case there's U-boats uh-huh. around. Uh, even though the crew has no clue why anything anyone would waste a torpedo on a cargo ship, but and they're not even at war yet. And so I, I wonder. So the USS Indianapolis, right, yes. which was the ship that took the. Uh, the important parts of the atomic bomb yeah. out to where it needed to be mm-hmm. um, was a big disaster. They got yeah, the parts yeah, yeah. where they needed to go. A lot of people died. Biggest shark, at- biggest shark eating of humans nom, in nom. history. Um, I think like a third of the crew members survived. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, for a very long time, there was a fault placed on the captain. It's all been fixed now. Mm-hmm. This wasn't the case. But they tried to say that it was because he didn't zigzag the boat. Yeah. Which is why they got hit uh-huh. and why they went down. So they tried to put this all on this fucking captain. <laughs> and so maybe this was like, I don't know, the writers being like, let's zigzag the boat. Let's zigzag the boat. Just so that nobody tries to put some bullshit exactly. on this. But I, I, it just made me think of that story because it's like, how fucking horrifying for that guy yeah. who did everything he could. Yep. To yep. save his people, who was there in the water with them. Oh, yeah. To have to live with that and eventually die with that. That's Yeah, that's... Fucked up. Yes. Anyway, that's all. There's my 100%. soapbox and I'm done being on it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> the ship starts to shake a bit. And no one knows what the cargo is. Apparently, mm-hmm. not even Capcam. Yep. And he sends a guy down there to check it out. I feel like, based on what we can catch a couple of scenes later, he has an idea, but not any specifics. I don't... Well, it's one of those, I think he knows it's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't... Obviously, I don't think he knows what's in the box. Yeah. I think he just knows it's it's important and it's secret. Yeah. 
It's yeah. Yeah. It, it kill it. If anything happens, it, it take everything down with you yeah. instead of letting someone else's hands on it. Um, and down in the cargo hold, we hear the familiar sound mm. of a Stargate dialing up, which is weird because we're on a boat in the Mid Atlantic. Secret Chevron locks. <laughs> and the name? Did you catch the name on the box? Langford. Oh yeah. I was like, wait, did I? And this, I, I did. I just write down. And this guy goes, upon hearing word noises, puts his head right up to the box. He might as well be wearing a red shirt because as soon that. as that event horizon forms, it eats him and yeah. the side of the boat. You know, at least he gets a nice, quick, easy death. Unless I would choose that over sharks. Yeah. Um. So now there's a giant hole in the side of the boat mm-hmm. that the captain can't see from the bridge. Cool. So he calls, A nice, clean hole, too. Very clean hole. Yeah. Uh, calls for emergency stations and Cap Cam goes to check what the damage is. Mm-hmm. Out of the Stargate comes a ramp mm-hmm. and Jaffa. There's there's too many balls on the court. And Ball. Too many balls on the court. And they go to secure the ship and Ball's like, look, we got all the time in the world. Yeah. And oh, boy, Ball, are you lucky that that cargo hatch was above the waterline. Yeah. Yeah. You could be dead now. Yeah. Your whole plan could have fallen apart. If that was like three feet Just a feet little lower. bit heavier of a ship. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> or if there was waves. That's true. Yeah. That could have done it too. I'm just saying. You're you real lucky. Bitch. Real yeah. lucky. Back in the present, they begin the extraction process, mm-hmm. which includes a large needle coming at Ball's face, which at that point, as the host, I'm like, just kill me instead. I'm just going to go ahead and curl up in the back here. <laughs> but seriously, where is Vala? I mean, maybe extractions bring up bad memories for her. Maybe bathrooms in the pyramids are just really hard to find. It's, I mean, I can imagine they're not simple. No. I know that the bathrooms inside the casino in Vegas that looks like a pyramid are hard to find. Yes. Um... So, I mean, that makes sense. Here's what I'm wondering. Bathrooms on the pyramids, on the ghoul ships, are they, like, you like just unigender? Oh. Are there individual, or is it just, like, a row of, like, single rooms? Okay. Hot take. Yeah. It's, like, the ball person has yeah. their own bathroom oh, 100% there's an executive bathroom everyone yeah. else is just in like a trough <laughs> okay like it like I don't know if you've been one of the amphitheaters I used to go to shows at like I remember we accidentally walked into the men's bathroom and was like it's just a giant trough <laughs> and so it would just be that yeah. but like everyone you squatted it you, uh, you try to stand in front of it whatever yeah. you gotta do but that's they're not putting any effort in making people feel good I will say this I have a hunch there's a lot of... It doesn't stink still, though. There's a lot of technology that goes into making sure it stays presentable. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like airplanes. Yeah. They just shoot all that stuff out into space. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tilk says, Vala can't have gone far. And then Tilk disappears, which instantly alarms everyone. Hmm, That's not great. Yeah. Vala going missing makes sense. It's like, well, she's Vala. She's probably out fucking around. They didn't see her disappear. True, but just in general, yes. if a Teal'c is missing, something bad's happened. If a Vala is missing, something bad could happen, or she could have found a donut shop. Yeah. Anything's possible. Because Teal'c doesn't just disappear like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Ball just laughs. And they make the connection of how Vala seemed to disappear, and then the Toker just start bloop, 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 bloop out oh of existence. Boy, this is not great. One Toker's like, everyone remain calm, and then disappears. They're Marty McFlying right the fuck yes. out of here. Yes, yes. <laughs> And Ball just continues to smirk. 
Jack rushes over to him. Angry Jack oh, rushes yeah. over to him and wants to know where his people went. And just like that, ball breaks free, grabs the large scary syringe needle and just stabs oh. Jack in the chest with it. Ouch. Sam just shoots to kill Ball a few times over. Yeah. As Daniel runs to Jack along with Sam and Jack tells him weakly to get to the gate. Sam refuses to go without him. And then Jack dies. Yeah. As the yeah. music swells. Yikes. Dead ball lumps, slumps over and disappears. Mm-hmm. Cam grabs Daniel up and has to drag Sam away. And back in 1939, oh, yeah. Cap Cam right. and the other crew head down to the cargo room and they're fired on. Yeah. And then they sneak around and we see Cap Cam gets hit in the leg. Mm-hmm. In the present, Cam stumbles. Interesting. With a pain in his leg. Uh-huh. And Daniel and Sam catch him and they keep going. Yep. In 1939, up on the bridge, the Jaffa just take the bridge. Yeah. Uh, and Cap Cam gets up, keeps moving. He's not dead yet. Not going down without a fight. Yeah. The Jaffa kill the guy sending on an SOS, and we see them just methodically take out everyone on the ship. No mercy. Yeah. I'd like to hope that even though he didn't finish that SOS, yeah. the whole beep <laughs> at the end might have been enough to alert Hopefully. people that- they weren't like, ah, oh, he didn't finish the SOS, well, they're fine. I mean, clearly not. No one came for the ship. That, that's what I mean. Like, I would like to think they couldn't find it and I'm not hoping. that they just didn't come yeah. because there's like, well, he didn't complete the SOS. Mm-hmm. Also, SOS is very long. Yes. It's very long. It should be something shorter. In the grand scheme of um, Morse code, it is short, though. Fair. But it's still, what is it? Three long, two, three short, three long? Or yeah. is it the opposite? That's a lot. That's nine beats. I never remember which one it, I it starts I with the long. I figure it's just type Yeah. But, but the idea is just that. Just basically go S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O. It's a, it's a solid 15 seconds <laughs> yeah. to ask for help. Well, I'm also in. It, no one's going to get to you in 15 seconds. No yeah. one's going to get to you for a while. Sure. My thought is if you're dying, you yeah. may not have. 15 seconds might feel like a really long time. Well, but if you're dying, then the SOS isn't going to really do much anyway. <laughs> True facts. <laughs> Sad. But I, I like it in my head the idea that they're like, oh, well, he didn't finish it. We yep. just got this one weird long beat, yeah, so it's probably fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's just it's a broken line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, once, don't investigate that don't, don't do it it's, it's really listen it's really hard to go investigate stuff in 1939 i mean it's like the titanic right isn't yeah. it like the reason that they like sunk for so long without any help is that the closest ship was like y'all been bugging us all night yeah. fuck you <laughs> and like a different ship had to go get them it's something something along well, I know. I think the Titanic for the longest time was like, we're fine. We're I, so fine. I think that, yeah, I'll have to look it up. But there was two boats, one that was like maybe a couple hours away and one yeah. that was like a lot of hours away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one nearby, I guess there had been some back and forth with the communications yeah. where they were like, well, fuck you. And it's like, well, fuck you. <laughs> well, then fuck you, too. Well, then fuck you. I'm going to bed. And, the, and like the captain yeah. went to bed. And then and then Titanic sank. Yeah. Great. Yep. I mean, they also headed straight for an iceberg, so... I mean, that's yeah. true. Anyway, once the vessel is secure, Ball has, has a little battery thing hooked up yep. with some extra juice to uh-huh. the Stargate, and he tells the Jaffa to dial up the Chepa Eye. Oh, and with yay. a smirk, Ball walks back through the Stargate, leaving behind a bomb. But what he doesn't know 
uh-huh. is that Cap Cam survived. Oh, yeah. Made it to the cargo Captain Grandpa. Just as Ball was leaving, uh-huh. he hears and sees the bomb and with all the energy he has left, pushes it out of the ship. Fucking incredible. With its last bit of strength, it goes straight into the ocean through the hole the Event Horizon made. So when the bomb blows up, it is deep underwater. Mm-hmm. So the ship... And the captain are not lost at the bottom of the Atlantic. Big kaboom, badass style. Yes. It is now, however, a ghost ship. Yep. Because pretty sure Capcam does not survive for much longer after it's, that. It's got to be hard to survive a bomb hitting underneath your boat. Well. While it's going down. Like, I know he did. He purposely did that to, to help himself out. Yeah. But. Well, here's what. I mean, we know. We know the Achilles floats up to the Arctic. That's true. So I don't think that the bomb ended up damaging the ship. Okay. I assumed that he either succumbed to his injuries mm-hmm. or something else. And so yeah. he soon died and it literally became a ghost ship and sure. just floated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. With the currents up uh-huh. into the Arctic. Yeah. Fair. In the present, sure. while the whole Toker city is now disappearing building by building behind them as the three of them run to the DHD and Daniel starts dialing. Mm-hmm. They run into the gate, but we see our usual wormhole. Halfway through it, the color shifts to purples and pinks. Interesting. And then back to blue. Interesting. And they come out not at the SGC. Definitely someone turned the AC up too high yes. if that is Listen, the SGC. Listen, I love the AC on high, uh-huh. however... This might be a little bit over the top. <laughs> they are in a frozen cargo hold, and as soon as a wormhole shuts off, they are in total darkness. So mm-hmm. that's not normal. Nope. Usually there's light here and a little bit less cold. Yeah. So Daniel died Earth. He knows he dialed Earth. Cam has seen him dial Earth a hundred times, and uh-huh. his key professional eye is seeing a difference between this frozen hellscape and the SGC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a wall of ice and a stargate in a box. <laughs> Got a gate in a box. <laughs> and... So- <laughs> I don't know what this mood is that I'm in, but I'm here. You gotta get in a box. <laughs> um, and Sam. Step one, put your gate in the box. <laughs> Step two, <laughs> delegate in a box. <laughs> That's how you get the hole in the box mm-hmm. for the Stargate. For the gate in the box. <laughs> um. We flipped to a real serious moment. Yes, I'm so sorry. Uh, as as uh, you know, we we do those tempo changes. Yeah. Um, but Sam doesn't respond to Cam or Daniel for a second. I mean, this is a woman who just watched Jack die. Yeah. And is then I'm sure having some other memories surface real hard to when remember she came the last the time Stargate she was in a frozen gate with Jack. Who just died? Yes. That's not feels. And let's be 100% honest, is the love of her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just too many, too many feels. And Cam sees that she is a little frozen, slight pun intended, uh-huh. and reminds her that whatever happened, happens, and we need to focus on here and now, whenever and wherever that is. Mm-hmm. And you can literally watch Sam compartmentalize yeah. Shove shit behind Oof. a door and focus. Hey Sam, we need you to save our asses now. So yeah. can you can you mourn the loss of the love of your life <laughs> later? When we're not Thanks. in frozen health game about to die. Otherwise you'll be mourning more of us. <laughs> Including yourself. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's not good news. The first thing she gets from her little tricorder is that the Stargate warmed things up and the temperature is again falling past mm-hmm. negative 20. Yeah. I've been in negative 20. It's not warm. I Although don't I will imagine. say it is nicer if it's not a negative 20 wind chill. There's no wind here. Remember later when they're like, it's cold enough that it doesn't matter when Celsius yes. or Fahrenheit is? Yes. That would happen to me well before negative 20. Anything. I mean, I've also been a negative 40 before. No. I've been a negative 40 wind chill. No. So they do a solid, solid investigation role to check what's around them. Assuming whatever this is also is connected to the weird shit that just experienced with people disappearing. We have no clue how the puzzle pieces add up, but they're puzzle pieces, assuming to the same puzzle. But look, we've at least got them all facing up now. Yes. Sam knows there is no EM around here at all. There's no way for her to triangulate where they are. Yep. Cam just calls into the radio because why the fuck not? Mm -hmm. And Daniel finds a jacket, a box with life jackets in it. So they at least know they're in the hold of a ship called the Achilles. Oh, yay. Which sounds really familiar to Cam. Mm -hmm. And Daniel's like, yeah, it's because it was the ship that transported the Stargate from Africa to America in 1939. And Cam's like, that's not why it's familiar to me. Yeah, no. It's because I'm very cool. And Daniel continues that, you know, they didn't know if the Stargate was a weapon or not. And they didn't want the Nazis to get a hold of it. Seems fair. This is all fun and all, but Sam's like, it's now below negative 40. Yeah. Can we have a history lesson later? And fun fact that Cam knows and Daniel does it. Funnily enough, negative 40 is the one temp that both Celsius and Fahrenheit Fahrenheit sync up for a hot degree. How does that, how does that happen? So because, because centigrade and Fahrenheit um, calculate freezing and boiling water freezing and water boiling right. at different scales. Yeah. So because they're, I'm using my hands just sure. to help video people, but because they're like these, Fahrenheit, the space between numbers is different on the two scales. Right. So at some point they're going to okay, come down. Because they're meet. not aligned perfectly. They're not aligned perfectly. A Got degree it. in Fahrenheit. A degree in Fahrenheit is not the same as Eventually a Eventually they'll catch each Celsius. other. Exactly. I'm with you. And they catch each other below freezing. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Because boiling in Celsius is 100. Yeah. Boiling in Fahrenheit is, I don't remember, but it's way higher. Yeah. I should know this, but I don't. I don't know anything. Numbers are really hard. Mm-hmm. But then freezing in Celsius is zero. Freezing in Fahrenheit is 32. Yeah. So. That one, I think I know. The measurements are different. Yes. I know freezing. I don't know boiling. One had way more uh, specificity in my everyday life living in the Northlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like you rarely walk outside to boiling temperatures, yes. even yes, even when it is really hot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I will also tell you from someone who knows from experience, negative forty. Just temperature, like where they're in a room that's negative forty, is vastly different than negative forty wind chill. Makes sense. Yeah. Wind's a bitch. Yeah. It is frequently not the cold that kills you, but the wind chill that kills you. It's not the the heat, it's the humidity, but (laughs) the reverse of that. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So more importantly, they're going to get frostbite in three minutes, hypothermia in eight minutes. Oh, and their camp stove was in Teal'c's bag. Oh, yay. Yay. Camp's getting- everybody huddle up. Get naked together. I don't know. 
I mean, that will actually Isn't help. that what you're supposed to do, like, inside of yes, the other clothing? Yes, inside something, because yeah. you're able to share body heat easier yeah. without stuff between you. Yeah. Also, if you, you, you also don't want to sweat, though. Right. Because if then your clothes then it freezes damp, on you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Cam's getting spicy. Mm-hmm. He starts start shooting at the iced over hole in the sure. wall. Which makes a hole for him to plant some C4. Now, <laughs> they could either... Not make it through the hole and push the entire blast back into the area where they uh-huh. are. Or maybe there's seawater back there and we're just going to flood. But considering it's now negative 43 and dropping, it's like fire we're going to die in about 10 minutes yep. one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, the blast works, uh-huh. opens the sky. However, they quickly determine that it also dislodged the ship and now they're Yay. sinking. So now it is a race against time. They are rushing to find some foul weather gear as the ship shakes and sinks. And it's a race against time. Sam finds some rope. Mm-hmm. Doesn't keep it. Probably should have. It would have been useful. Always keep rope. Yeah. Always hang on to rope. In the process, right before Cam finds the foul weather gear, Daniel puts his foot through some wood and goes into the liquid water that is now coming into the ship. Damn. That can't be great. Uh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Cam throws them all jackets and, you know, pants and, and all the gear mm-hmm. and they have to go now. Yeah. I'm impressed at how quickly they get dressed. Uh, you know, when your life's depending on it. Yep. As the ship starts rising out of the water, we see the group just sort of fall and roll. Yeah. Coolest, <laughs> cool ice shot. It's like an explosion, but ice explosion. Yeah. An explosion. Daniel is the last to roll out. And as they look up and watch under the northern lights, as the Achilles starts to sink into the Arctic Ocean. Cool shot. Daniel comments as the wind blows really hard against them that the ship was warmer, but, you know, is fine not going back. Yeah. Yeah. And if they are above the Arctic Circle, south it is. I mean, where else? You can't really go north anymore. (laughs) The bigger concern is that Daniel's foot got wet. Yeah. Which means it pretty instantly froze there and he couldn't get his boot off to get the cold weather gear, the pants on. Yep. Needs to say is not good. No. And he already can't feel anything below his knee. Yikes. It's time to tourniquet at that knee. Yeah. Um, well, that's not going to do a ton of good with the frostbite. from spreading. No, my thought is, well, it could at least keep circulation up above the knee a little well, better. But the blood is just going to freeze there. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It's just not good overall. No, no, no. It's not great. Maybe he'll find a tauntaun. He could. Mm-hmm. He could. And um, much like how we talked about last episode, John telling Ronan to yeah. leave. Wasn't yeah. last episode, but was last yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. John telling Ronan to leave. Daniel goes to Cam and Sam and it's like, get the fuck out of here. Go uh-huh. get into radio range because the sooner you go and get help, the sooner they can find me. This is purely selfish. Yeah. And it's clear the two of them do not want to leave Daniel here. No. But why the, would you? The sun will be up really soon. And they assume, I don't know how time it is in the middle of the night, but, yeah. and we'll warm everything. I, Sam just watched one person die. Yes. I mean, so did Cam really. Yeah. We're just going to sit here and watch another one? Well, they're not going to. They're going to be gone. That's fair. And there's also a bit of, as they're having to part ways, the reality that they very well could be leaving him here to die. Mm -hmm. But they do leave him because they know they kind of have to. And yeah, Daniel says it best. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yep. Sucks. All sucks. Big sucks. We'll be right back. 
And this is the part that they actually filmed in the Arctic. Right on. Because this awesome long shot of them just in silhouette in this alien landscape that you would never, you couldn't make this set like and pass it off as the Arctic yeah, Circle. Yeah, and that was my thought. I was like watching this going, did they green screen? Like, yeah. how did they do? Like, what did they do? Did they shoot a small section and extend it? But because this was way before, really the, fucking cool. Whatever, I forget what they have that they filmed the Mandalorian and yeah. now like Discovery on like those mega sets. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's gorgeous. Cam just wants to know what Dan is about to say. He goes, "Did you realize what this means?" Right before shit went bad, and Sam just assumes it's that ball went back and stopped the Stargate from reaching the U.S. and. Mm-hmm. And sinking it probably would have been a better plan than sending it to North Pole, but tomato, tomato. Mm-hmm. However, he did rewrite history. Teal'c and Vala <laughs> disappeared because we all watched Back to the Future. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the Stargate the program never, never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and although if that didn't happen, Cam would never have crashed his F-302 and then wouldn't have a titanium pin in his leg that's killing him in this cold, but yet it is there, and it is. Walking paradoxes. Yes. It's fun times. I love paradoxes. Mm-hmm. Also, walking paradoxes is like a good team name for something. Like yeah, trivia. A good trivia, the walking paradoxes. Mm-hmm. Sam That's wonders all. if they're here because they were in the wormhole when the timeline shifted. Yeah, they were in the little safe, comfy space of mm-hmm. a wormhole. They were, like, not in any dimension. Yeah. Um, they were in a liminal wormhole. They were outside wormhole. the timeline. Mm-hmm. Cam knows Ball would have intended to put the gate at the bottom of the ocean. And also, we're here. So, like, big mistakes on Ball's part. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ball yeah. probably also didn't intend for the three of them to be here. He didn't count on the moxie of an nope. SG-1 team. So they just have to undo this. Yep. Damn right undo this. And Cam Super tries easy. his radio again. Yep. And they continue. I can't. These shots it's a walking of them montage. walking over this ice desert. Yeah. I, I mean, They're if you're in there really to show cool. it, right? It's yeah. gorgeous. It's like, we're just going to take like 20 minutes of a walking montage, okay? And I'm okay? fine with it. You guys just walk for a little while. These shots are amazing. Yeah, they really are. I mean, even when you have those the ice in the foreground, it mm-hmm. just looks weird and alien and it's oh, amazing. Yeah. Yep. Because it's not like any ice that like you see in other no. places. Uh, even me, who's never been in actual mm-hmm. ice, it's like, that's very specific. Yeah. The way this looks is very specific. And I'm also, I know, like, Arctic is very different from Antarctic yeah. as well. It's just the so cool. The Earth is so cool. And eventually Sam has a moment, and Cam has to remind her to keep going, and she's like, but why? Yeah, fuck this. Look at what just happens, and we are getting this really rare, pessimistic, fatalistic Sam. It's a, you don't often see Sam get frustrated to the point of giving up. Yeah. She's like, we're going to fucking freeze to death. So let's just freeze here. Mm -hmm. And Cam's like, well, I don't like this spot. I love Cam. I love (laughs) that Cam's like, I'm going to, I'm going to find the, the, the something Mm -hmm. inside me to keep moving. Yeah. And it's, it's, I like it because that is, that's normally Sam. Yeah. In a lot of situations. I think in this situation, Cam's been here with yeah. his, you know what I mean? With mm-hmm. what he lived through. This is one of those moments where he's like, I got you. I've I've built a resilience to this specific type of need to continue. I also wondered in this scene if 
if it was Sam walking this ice with anyone else, mm-hmm. would she, would her like I don't mental think she, defenses be different? I, I think that she would be having the same feelings, but she wouldn't be vocalizing them. That's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like she, yeah. it's that relationship she has she with She feels Cam. safe enough to be like, fuck this, Cam, exactly. what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But but also because she knows that he's got her back. It's it's almost also the thing of she doesn't have to be in command. Yeah. Yeah. She can let go a little bit here. She also, let's remember, just on top of... Basically watched two of her closest people in the world to her die. And a couple like yesterday or the day yeah. before, just lost, lost command of Atlantis. Yeah. This is the point when we're sitting on the couch eating pizza in our underwear. Yes. <laughs> With a large drink. Yeah. And she's surviving in the Arctic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not judging. No. You're talking to the woman who's like, all I can do is play video games because my job's hard. <laughs> my job is not this job. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I I just want to give Sam a hug. She'll be, she's going to make it through. And just when Sam is saying that there's no one around us for hundreds of miles, there's two figures coming towards us. Well, this is random. Kill them. <laughs> They're in white. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. time. Yeah. Uh, just, just a point. It's a very, very small crew, as I mentioned, they brought here. So anyone, like, anyone else who's not the three of them is crew. Sure, yeah. <laughs> they have one person on camera. So, uh, the and convenience of being bundled up or yes. just uh, random <laughs> generic face. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that would be uh, Major Wood. Uh-huh. You can't not laugh at Major Wood. Uh-huh. And as they get closer, one of them is Jack O'Neill, Special Forces, asking for Cam. Sam has a moment because, you know, just watched you die. Why wouldn't you, yeah, why wouldn't you call for me? <laughs> Uh, and also you died <laughs> he goes yeah I thought I thought you were dead and Jack goes back at you ma'am and, and yes apparently Jack does recognize Sam <laughs> and Sam's like well we have to go get Daniel and Jack's like well first we have to get you off ice uh huh Jack doesn't know what Cam is doing in the Arctic with the dead astronaut, but he'll cool. need some answers. And Cam and Sam are like, uh-huh, answers. Yeah. Both super ways. fine. <laughs> hmm We also have questions. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yep. And again, just take a moment for the visuals of a sub coming through the ice. I mean, fucking yeah, seriously. Yeah, Damn. Like a like a whale breaching. Yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what if subs made noises like whales? Oh. How amazing would that be? And they talk to I the love... whale. Yes. Hello, mechanical friend. <laughs> um, I love and, whales. And they quickly board the sub, and I just smile because these sailors are getting lines in Stargate. Uh-huh. And the CEO would like you to make it snappy. I do love, though, that it's like, I had an acting role. What did <laughs> you know. do? I played myself. <laughs> exactly. I would, it's like literally the easiest acting job you could ever have. I would somehow fuck that up. <laughs> somehow telling telling me to play me, I'd be like, I don't know what that what means. What does that look? Uh, Everything yeah. would be over-exaggerated. <laughs> yeah. I once sat in a uh, sitcom audience uh-huh. 
And it's so weird because they're like, you know, laugh. Yeah. Like out yeah. loud. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what to and laugh. The, and everybody suddenly like, ha, 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 ha. That's how I laugh today. Ha, ha, ha. And it's like. You're looking around and your friend's like, why are we all stupid? How did we all forget how to just exist? Nope. Yeah, yeah I, I it's would... very strange. because, And I remember, like, I was never more aware of my own laugh. Because they're like, yeah, like, just let, do it up. Do it hard. I don't Go know for how it. I laugh. Yeah. How I play me. I, I do love where, where I'm at. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> it me. There's a reason. Because so I think I mentioned in high school. They decided to do tap dancing musicals when there's like three people in the school who can tap dance. Sure. <laughs> One of them was me. Yay. Who was also the assistant stage manager. <laughs> and so they basically, they, they did send me for 42nd Street. They did like put me with the choral practice at first and then like, no, 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 no. no. Now, if you're dancing, just, just uh, lip sync. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, they gave me one line, and I was like, why would you give me words no, no, to no, say? No, 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 I go yeah. out, I tap dance, I move set. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, like, this no. is why we work behind I the scenes. I would run off stage, throw on, like, a black cloak thing, and then uh-huh. come back out to move the set. Amazing. Well, like, still in my tap shoes, so doing the walk on your ball of your foot uh-huh. that all tap dancers know, so you yeah. don't make noise. <laughs> Best. don't words say hard yeah. yeah um and here we are on the actual bridge of the alexandria with the actual uh, captain and the crew yes and i love i love that line that delivered to the smirk he's like always happy to help the air force yeah <laughs> uh i like how i do like the face they make when it's like maybe they're like maybe i mean it's not <laughs> as bad it's it's not as it's not as bad as the army though it, it no <laughs> <laughs> but I do love that Cam and Sam yeah. both, yeah. like, that they thought to place that, like, that immediate reaction of the, ew. Yeah. That you then straighten out. <laughs> Which I love so much. Yeah. I just, I don't know. They're all. I've, I've mentioned before, I was a very, very young, adorable girl wearing a uh, Air Force hat. <laughs> wearing a, an Air Force hat. No, I was wearing an. Top Gun hat, a Navy hat on an Air Force base. <laughs> I was just so goddamn adorable that you couldn't say anything about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, even the captain recognizes Sam. Isn't that dead astronaut? And Jack is gonna go debrief the two of them, and they're like, "Oh no, there's a th- there's a third Yoda is here. There is another." Yeah. And just. The sub just dives back down. It just shimmies its way into go. the ice. Gotta send one. Bye. Gotta ice one. <laughs> it does kind of ice worm its way down. <laughs> That's Bless all subs the are. Maker and his passing. That's all subs are. Subs yeah. are water worms. Ah, uh, you just made me love subs. <laughs> I recently tangent. Recently had a conversation with Jesse about how he's like, you know, here I was really excited that you were finally getting into Dune. Yeah. And that you and I could talk about the characters and the people and the political parties and like these groups of like tribes and and, and all this commentary (laughs) on this anthropology and the stuff that you love. And you're like sandworm. I love the sandworm. (laughs) 
And he's like, I'm not convinced you're not, what is it, Harkin? The, yeah. yeah. I'm not convinced you're not a Harkin. And it's like, so I just went, bless the maker and his water. Um, so all of these scenes on the sub, just watching them, uh-huh. like, makes my skin itch from claustrophobia. Oof. I would not do... There are very, very special, specific people who can be on subs. Yeah, I think that it's, it's to me... Um, I do okay with the space. It's the amount of time. Oh, mine is... It's like, I think of people in the ISS the same way, though. See, weirdly... Okay, here's the thing, and I'm going to tell you. I, when watching the ISS... And when seeing videos and imagining myself on ISS, weirdly, I do better. Because can I tell you what my biggest thing about the sub is? Uh Is knowing that there is that much water above me. And I don't get that same, like, catch in my heart with with space. Because it's the why I have... It's one of the issues I had when trying to learn how to scuba dive. Okay. Or why... You know, even I don't really go far enough down to call it free diving, but like when I'm diving down to the bottom of a deep pool. Yeah. When I look up, I have an issue knowing that there's that much water. Yeah. uh, Between me and the air. I wonder if what you're feeling is common and maybe like I'm the weird one. Because to me, it's like, well, they'll both kill you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. And so, but uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, no, no. I think I would be, I'd struggle more underground. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But I, I can, I do, I agree with like the open water feeling. Yeah. Like being like, un, like, and I, I blame this on Jonah and the Whale and on a kid's <laughs> Bible book that yeah. I saw. And it was like this big, vast <laughs> illustration of the ocean, like a tiny, tiny man yep. and a big, scary whale, which now I know. That whale was like anatomically incorrect. I Super. think it, I yeah. think it had shark teeth. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. I mean, Important. there are some whales that have. I mean, like. Um, oh, orcas. there are teethed whales, yes. but this thing had shark teeth. Yeah, there's no shark teeth. Yeah, no, it was yeah. wrong. So anyway, <laughs> in the wardroom, uh-huh. is Daniel looking good and not dead? He's looking super sedated. Oh, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, he's he's getting some medical care. The sub actually picked him up 30 minutes after Cam and Sam left, and he thought he was hallucinating because, I mean, listen, it would scare the shit out of me just to sub popping up next yeah. to me on the ice. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I died. Th- that is a whale. Uh-huh. It's a hell. <laughs> Bless the maker. And then just give yourself to the sub. Just give yourself to the sub. Uh-huh. Take me, sub. Yeah. Um, and he's feeling pretty good. I mean, maybe he's still seeing things. They gave him good drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is most likely going to lose the leg, but I mean, he thought he was dead. So in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. You know, I think they made a really good call and be like, let's start with a cocktail (laughs) of the sedatives and Uh painkillers all in one. Look. Yeah. I don't even know that we can assess the damage nope. until we just like sit them under a little just bit. Just make them happy. Everything's fine. You're fine. Yeah. Everything's going to be a okay. Yeah. So Jack comes in. They have the room to themselves. Mm-hmm. He's like, first, are there any more of you people? Yikes. Jack was on a training mission up on the ice. 
And then about four hours ago, and honestly, listen, I thought Cam and Sam were out there for like a day. (laughs) They were walking for four hours. They're just really traumatic walkers. (laughs) Uh, Four hours ago, satellites picked up a picture of the Stargate Kamush under ice, and it looks cool and trippy. Yeah, it does. Sam's like, really? You have no clue what that is. Mm -hmm. And he goes, you're the astronaut. Tell me. And sure, Sam, tell him. Go ahead. Here I go, telling you. <laughs> He's like, that is the energy vortex created prior to the establishment of a stable wormhole of the vices of Stargate, normally used to travel other planets, but this time we came from an alternate timeline where, among other things, I am not an astronaut. I love how succinctly she does that. Yes. Because it would have been like, well, that's the kooch. <laughs> the co- okay, so that's the... Okay, so a Stargate is... Okay, so in 1939, okay, hang on. So remember the pyramids? Like, that's how my story would have gone. Like, backstory. So she's either rehearsed this. She's had to say it a few times. Or she's just like, I'm on it, I'm on it, I'm on it. I know, I have a hunch she's just mentally fucking exhausted and is like, this is what it is. Facts. I literally thought I was going to die five minutes ago. Spit facts. Give me food and drugs now. Bye. Um, well, I mean, sort of, Sam's not an astronaut. That's a different discussion. She's kind of not. She's astronaut adjacent. Yeah. I mean, she has captained, at times, a spaceship. Sure. I would say, first, okay, here's the the thing. Classification of an astronaut, right? It's it's in works. Right now, our classification of what an astronaut is is a little wiggly-wobbly because of the private stuff going up, okay? Uh-huh. Normally, the the sort of, you make it into orbit. Sure. Sam's been in orbit before of multiple planets. Sure. <laughs> I, I think it's like, there's not a big enough word to describe what they do. I agree. I'm just saying she's a- not not an astronaut. She yeah, she's like she passed astronaut yes a while ago. She's not not an astronaut. So it's almost like maybe we're reading it wrong. It's not out of humility. She's like, bitch, please. I'm not an astronaut. Yeah, that's too small for what I am. Yeah, clearly there's no way Jack is going to be believing any of this. And just who is Daniel? Who are you, Daniel? And he's like, well, I'm the closest thing to a best friend you have. And Jack mm-hmm. does not buy that. Yeah, this is sad. Yeah. And Daniel's like, well, I know you're from Minnesota. And he's like, that's common knowledge. And he goes, but many may not know that 11 years ago, your son accidentally shot himself with a loaded nine millimeter he found in your closet. And that makes Jack mad because yeah. his kid is fine and at home. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yikes. Clearly, there's some timeline differences. Well, also, maybe Daniel don't start with one that yeah. aggressive, but I'm going to blame the drugs. I'm A, going to blame the drugs. And B, it's also more... Like, I guess Jack does have, he was special ops. He does have some secret shit back there. That's what I'm saying. Like, throw out a couple of little things like you really love the blue jello. Yeah. Maybe start there. Maybe you start with blue jello. Jack just doesn't want to understand any of this as far as he's concerned. Mm -hmm. All the three of you are just a pile of paperwork. Or or I would honestly, you know what I would do is I would start with 
the way he reacted to things so that he could be like, that is something I would do. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, I know your your pond has no fish. Once upon a time, you put your face in to grab all the ancient. Remember when he stuck his face in the thing? Yeah, but this Jack wouldn't have done that. No, but he's like, that's a thing you did. So knowing yourself, you would be like, is that something I would do or not? Do you see what I mean? That would be my approach. I would have done I wouldn't maybe have gone with your son killed yourself with your weapon thing, but I would have said something that seems like a core memory enough before the Stargate program to like that Jack would have done it. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Daniel does try to Jack please. And he's like, don't call me Jack. Yikes. Sam pleads with him to warn people that the planet is in danger. And Jack's like, yeah, I'll get right on that. And just leaves the room. Clearly not going to do that. Mm hmm. He tells the guard that they can have food and water and metal contention, but that's it. He's done with them, moving on. And because you're on a real sub, yes, take that time to have a long walk down the hallway. Oh, yeah. He does say they're only allowed to go out for the bathrooms, and I love that in all timelines, Jack is obsessed with bathrooms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Inside the room, the three of them are clearly concerned. Yeah. Enter the interrogation montage oh, on yes. the base. Mm-hmm. Daniel already has had his leg removed. Yeah. And in the interview, we learn what happened to this timeline, Sam Carter, Mm -hmm. because it's common knowledge that four years ago, there was a computer failure on the shuttle Intrepid on launch and the autopilot failed. So the mission commander, Samantha Carter, stayed behind to fly the shuttle while our crew got to the escape hatch. The Intrepid went down over the Atlantic and her body was never recovered. Damn. And Sam reiterates, that wasn't me. Yes, that's my name. But I was recruited into the Stargate program, not NASA. And by the way, I can imagine a fight. NASA would want her so hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But also, uh, uh, sort of tangentially related. So in the span of a week, Sam has heard twice how she's died alone on a ship. Yes. We were just talking about her mental state. Yes. How much does this fuck with her? And she's now basically being told she's lying because yeah. she gets frustrated and they keep asking if she has memories of the crash. Yeah. Any, I would be absolutely valid for any person in this situation to just be like, Take up drugs. Yeah. Take up stunt driving. Like, take something where it's like, I shouldn't even be alive anymore. Fuck all of this. It's insane. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. It's, this is it's continues to be probably the worst week in Sam Carter's uh-huh. life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, thank goodness for captions on this scene. So yeah. I love Cam's line that the SGC is a branch of the Air Force founded in 19-something, and you hear Dan at the same time going, four. four. Yep. <laughs> That's what the movie was. Uh Um, Cam is explaining the SGC. Daniel is talking about multiverses and knows that the interviewer thinks he's insane. I remember remember, Daniel is used to thinking that people think he's insane. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until very recently that some people started thinking he might be. Well, and I'll I'll get to a thought I have on that later in a later scene. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Um. 
Sam is talking about how she got involved with the program, started making the dialing computer. Cam is like, you want a list of every planet we visited? Cool, let's start with Earth. Mm-hmm. Never forget your first. Uh-huh. Daniel, uh, about how they figured out the symbols were constellations of the Ring of the Ancestors. Sam continuing about needing seven symbols for an address. Daniel yep. is tapped. He's like, I've told you fucking everything about allies and enemies. My leg is missing. I'm gonna go <laughs> sleep now. Cam is talking about Casa, you know, the space court in the interview doesn't find this funny but listen here's the thing that you need to know things can be both funny and true at the same time i mean that's true cam dropping the truth bombs yep uh sam is reaching the end of her limits uh-huh which to be sam probably reached the end of her limits a while ago yeah and you are lucky she has not punched someone yep yep <laughs> uh as is daniel as is Cam, who is like, if Jack won't talk to me, where's Landry? Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, I love that he's like, Gee, if you want that answer, play back the tape. I'm done talking to you. <laughs> I do love how differently all of their, uh, how the reactions are. Yeah. Like at some point, Daniel's like, I'm done closing yeah. my doors to you. <laughs> Cam's like, fine, I'm just going to fuck with you for the rest of this yep. time and tell you all of the dumb stories that nobody ever listens to. Yep. And Sam's just like, no more. No more. Yeah. They're all frustrated. They want to talk to someone else. They're tired. This isn't the way that things are supposed to be, Cam leaves it with. But unfortunately, it's the way they are, Landry tells Cam as he enters the room. (sighs) Cam just starts resetting information to prove he knows Landry flew F4s in Vietnam. You have a daughter named Caroline. You're wild about frivolous, whistling ducks. Stop. (laughs) Landry believes them and, in fact, leads Cam out to the hangar because he hates to repeat himself. Yep. By the way, we can see a sign here that it's the um Almendorf Air Force Base yes which is in Anchorage Alaska nice and uh, so they went they had to go through the Arctic because it's kind of a straight line yeah it's why flights frequently go over the Arctic to go the opposite side of the world because sometimes a straight line is not a straight line on a map that's flat with world around world around Mm -hmm. um they they go to a a hangar that just has an empty uh, just a single table full of food yeah food's important Yep. They've been questioned for five straight days. That's, that's, no. <laughs> that's a lot of questioning. Landry. No wonder they're all like, fuck, fuck all off. of you. Yeah. <laughs> Landry doesn't like to eat alone, so eat something. And apparently all three of them, they're requested to talk to Landry. And he just watches Sam. It's weird for Landry because he was at her memorial service on the front lawn of the White House. And Cam, by the way, straight up doesn't exist. Daniel was last seen in Egypt attempting to find proof that the aliens once visited the Earth in pyramids Being or landing crazy. pads for spaceships. Yeah. Guessing this timeline, Daniel isn't a discredited whack job living on the fringes of society. And I love Daniel's response of, Meh. depends on who you ask. <laughs> Meh. Because this is what I love. I love this idea that to the rest of the world, Daniel is still... Yeah, he's got no Crazy cover theorist. story. He has no cover story. Yeah, the rest of them are like military, secret military stuff. He's only cool and impressive and knowledgeable to this little tiny circle. Yeah. And then off world. It's why he stays single. Imagine, like, yeah, no. I would be like, you're insane. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day you start a cult, dude. Yeah, like, wh- I don't even know, like, what is what does Daniel say he studies these days? Nothing. And then people are like, where do you get money? Like, I would, look. <laughs> If I were still dating, 
Daniel is a guy that I would be like, I'm going to click on this guy. He's attractive. He's smart. He's intelligent. A little weird. Yeah. But I'm into that. Yeah. I think after a couple of dates, I'd be like, this guy is running a secret cult. Yes. There's got to be something fucky here. Yes. I got to get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, yeah. I just, oh, Daniel. Yeah. Oh, Daniel. That sucks. Uh, Cam doesn't want to make this all about him, and Landry fills in that the only Mitchell of note served in the Merchant Marines in the late 30s. Cam put two and two together, like the captain of the Achilles. Mm -hmm. Grandma had a photo of Grandpa standing next to a ship in Boston Harbor. It's in Cam's locker right now. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And Sam's like, you literally made a grandfather paradox. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, in any other moment, like, if she weren't this taxed yeah sam would actually laugh i know because that's one of those moments that makes sam laugh like that's how you know how exhausted she is yeah yeah (laughs) uh which is is that the grandfather paradox is what dr lee said and they're like we know that name Mm -hmm. yep sam knows it's basically impossible to recover the stargate from the bottom of the arctic but there is another one don't worry landry already's a team out looking for in the antarctic and they have to set things right. Sam figures Ball must have built it. Let's just call it a time machine. Yep. But if we can contact an ally of world and Landry's like, that's not happening. Yeah. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. And as the conversation continues, you realize that Landry gives no shits about fixing the timeline. No touchy timeline. Because supposed to be as relative, he points out. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. He's He's not. And it's one of those where it's like, I don't. 100% blame Landry. Yeah. He, look, you he, can't. No, because this is his world. Why would yeah. he assume that, okay, change it? Yeah. That this isn't the way it was unless, supposed to be. Unless on this earth we're being attacked by giant bugs. There's or no, like, yeah, or system like, lords. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or we are in a nuclear winter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, then then no yeah yeah he wants to make his own sgc and the if team... somebody came into this timeline and said the timeline is different what would you do i honestly would be like please list all discrepancies yes can i still have these people in my because life? here's my thing here's my thing mm-hmm. i do not like to make decisions without information so Absolutely. i want all the information i can get yep data helps make choices um <clears throat> and Landry wants to make his own SGC. The team just gave him all the information he needs as to how to do that. Yikes. I mean, Ball sounds like a big threat, but where has he been for 70 years? There's no Ball invading Earth right now. That you know of. He's probably still building a power base. It could just be a matter of time. Yep. Our Ball, we heard, said we have all the time in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's as far as the Air Force goes. In exchange for signing NDAs, they'll be given new identities, a place to live, nowhere near each other for obvious reasons. <coughs> Sam has to not make news for obvious reasons. Damn it, yeah. And everyone is obviously not on board with this. No. Yeah, why would they be? But Landry's like, you don't really get a choice. Ugh. Decision was made. And their own time, their advice be very welcome. And if and when the Stargate gets up and running, they can be consultants, but they will never, ever under any circumstances, be allowed to step through the gate. It's such bullshit because, look, if Sam's already dead, then why not make her be the one? I know. It's dumb. I think this is where they're like, they don't trust this. Yeah. This is where I think the part where they're like, the Navy's in charge, right? This is where they make the faces. I don't know. Oh, no, I thought that was earlier. Maybe. It's possible. I could have had it wrong. But 
I mean, why would you let this Sam? As Landry says, you just admitted you want to try to repair the timeline. True. We can't trust you. Yeah. Daniel insists they have a responsibility, and Landry insists that they don't have the right. Mm-hmm. Because if they succeed, the events in the lives of thousands of millions of people could never have happened. And the arrogance of what you're asking is mind-boggling. I mean, can we just get them back to their own timeline to fix shit? But I don't know. But here's so it's the same sort of question that came up in in the final um, Avengers film. Yeah. Is it a separate timeline that this one will continue? Or if you fix that, is this one going to, you know, brain no disappear? Brain no like. Yeah. Nope. This is really interesting. Mm -hmm. And so obviously, um, they woke Landry up in the middle of the night, flown to Alaska. He might be more sympathetic Mm -hmm. if he wasn't. And this weird, sympathetic former general you were looking for. Uh And now he just wants to go back to his wife and his retirement. And you guys have new lives to begin. Yeah. And I mean. Stop fucking with the timeline. Don't touch it. Yikes. They just look between them and they're faced with having to say goodbye. That's even worse, too. It's like, can't they just promise not to fuck shit up and still at least have each other? You need a support team. Yeah. Yeah. So Sam, Daniel, and Cam get their own new separate lives. Mm -hmm. Cam is told that if he makes contact in any way with Mr. Jackson or Miss Carter, which is weird to hear and really demeaning, um, that it would be seen as a breach of agreement and be taken into custody. Sam is told she'll be given a new home, car, living allowances, and she can get a job, but she can't get a job in astrophysics, aerospace, engineering. I mean, the shit, the list of shit that Sam is good at, yeah, that I'm sure she can't have a job in now is long. Yeah, I'd love to see her be like, fine, and like <laughs> somehow find another angle into what she yeah. needs to do. Yeah. Uh, Daniel was told he can't discuss, write, or communicate about anything, I'm sure, in any way related to any of this. But he is still referred to as Dr. Jackson, though, here. And I'm wondering if Sam is now Dr. Carter. (laughs) I guess she would be, right, if she's that educated. I mean, she she has a doctorate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think more than one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, And we watched Daniel get out of his cab with crutches Mm -hmm. to his new apartment. Sam, now with glasses, arrives somewhere else. And Cam has a house in the suburbs. Sad. And we get a title card that a year passes. Dun, dun, dun. And that's where we'll end for this week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is my favorite of all of the movies so far. I knew you would love this one. Uh, I especially love it now that we, you know, made up ice sandworms. Ice sandworms. So big times. That is the uh, AKA. Next. Ice sandworms. Ice worms? Ice, Ice worms. worms. Um, so next week we'll hit to part two. Yep, part two of Continuum. I am so ready. There's I'm... just a little bit of action that happens. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> it's just a little tiny bit of stuff. Just some stuff. I this may or may not have started watching build it. up. Uh, I'm ready, though. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, we'll see. I want to see how they wrap. Is this the last of the Stargate movies? This is the last of the Stargate movies. So it'll be interesting. um, For a number of people, this is actually the last time we see them. Oh, Stargate. There is a couple that we will still see later on in Atlantis. We'll see in Universe. But yeah, there is. And I don't want to say who, but there is a fair amount of our cast. Oh, no. This is the last we see of them. Okay. 
I'm not sad. I'm fine. You're fine. I'm going to put shove it down like Sam did. Ice worms. Just think of ice worms. Ice worms. <laughs> we'll see you next week with less ice worms. Yep. Uh, until then, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. We're on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Rate us, like, and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you next week without ice worms. Bye. Bye.